everything around me is uh, promotes a feeling inside of me. I don't want to rationalize this. I don't want to think about everything as a set of objects. I just want to remember feelings, remember good feelings, bad feelings that uh, everything around me gives me. And This podcast interviews the real people in Kiev to share their life and work, as well as showing the interesting places, events, art, culture, and economic opportunities in Kiev. The goal is to help more foreign investors discover the reality of life in the capital of Ukraine so that the Ukraine economy receives more foreign investments, which creates more opportunities for the Ukrainian people to have a better future. My guest today is Alexandra Khalimon. From brand identity design to creative graphics, from music to photography, Alex loves nature, graduated from the Kiev Polytechnic Institute, then a master's degree from the National Pedagogic Dragomanov University, and she is now sharing her creativity and talent in her work with the whole world. Hello, Alex. How are you today? Hello. Thank you. I'm I'm very happy to meet you. I'm fine. Today is a great day to talk. I agree. And I imagine because of the snow and the weather there, it's a really good day to be cozy and stay home. So perfect for a chat. And I would like to ask you, what is the story of your life that made you choose and decide to be a designer? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, first, I want to say that uh, this story isn't the happy one. I experienced lots of trouble during my path. Um, it, it all started when I entered my first university, Kiev Polytechnic Institute. I was going to be a programmer, uh, a developer. I didn't think of it like an as an opportunity to become someone else. I loved developing. I loved writing code. And it was uh, like, this is what I want to do. This is my passion. But uh, <laughs> right away from the uh, first day in this university, I experienced lots of uh, uh, sad things because uh, it was very hard to study here. And uh, um, I think I very fast I fell into depression. And uh, for three years, I... Uh, I tried to live as a normal person, but I understood that I don't belong here. I don't want to do this because uh, all these people, they uh, didn't want to support me at any way. I ju they just wanted... Well, I didn't, I didn't know what they wanted me to do, but uh, it was very hard. I got to sleep very little. I uh, I underslept 
all the time so it was very hard for me and i thought well it has to change so i my marks dropped because of it because i refused to do any tasks i refused to do coursework and anything and um it was my best friend in university who uh, helped me to maintain uh, at least average grade, like 3.5 or 4 out of 5, just to keep going. And uh, I decided to try something else. And because uh, we were taught how to draw in Illustrator, so it was vector graphics, I decided to try... Um, design i decided to try to draw something to draw a logotype once i just woke up and thought why not and it was the moment when i realized that this is what i want to do this is my passion this is uh, something which is inspires me so much and um well here i am I uh, started from simple uh, logo, which was, um, it wasn't great, <laughs> but I got paid the first time in my life for my logo. And then I realized that I can make something. I can do something to this world to, um, oh, well, to enhance it some way i uh, can uh, develop a new brand which will be unique and you and uh this was uh, this was the thing which which kept me uh, on track and uh, inspired me so much and then i um, draw so much uh, it was um <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> uh, this it's it's hard to explain because it is something inside my soul. I just wanted to. Uh, I didn't want to make logos like everyone else. No, I wanted to show the idea. I wanted to make this idea somehow unique and very. Um, well, <laughs> sorry again. I'm just I'm nervous. No, I actually, it's okay. It's it's okay. I will say first that I noticed uh -huh. two things. First, your story is absolutely inspiring because <laughs> you know some people ask me and they say, "What is the right thing to do?" And I say, you know, if you do the right thing that doesn't follow your heart. You will self-sabotage, like you said, you were depressed, your marks dropped yes, and everything. But when you do something that maybe other people disagree, but for you, it is your passion, you will be very productive because it will not feel like work. And I notice you like to express your uniqueness. That's why you said everything you design, you wish for it to be like from your soul, to yes. have its own unique way and that is so interesting to explore i know it's difficult to put into words but can you describe the process that how do you view things or designs or your work in a way that helps you put your soul into it and your uniqueness um well for a long time i uh, just tried to copy uh, Mm, 
other people's work because I didn't have the thought in my mind. I just didn't see anything which can be expressed by uh, this or that brand design. So um, at first, it was very hard to visualize the idea and... uh, well, it was it was very sad because uh, you know I dreamt about being something different, something new, and uh, everything which came out of me uh, was simple, and uh, it wasn't something great and stunning and amazing, and I wanted to achieve these emotions. Uh, only by doing what uh, I like to do, by doing uh, brand design. And, um, well, I think I I just, I made, uh, I had been making uh, designs for two years before I realized that I'm doing something wrong. This is not what I actually want to do. This is not what I am uh, what I am made for. I need to rethink it. I need to rebuild my um, to, to rebuild my flow of the day because uh, I noticed that uh, lots of uh, designers they tend to bring their day to some kind of schedule to a flow. For example, they want to uh, first they get up, then they get some something to eat for breakfast, and then they want to draw uh, the whole day from dusk till dawn without any pauses just because they want to achieve this unstoppable flow of uh, of drawing of uh, expressing and this is very tiring i tried this many times but this is very very tiring because well you don't have lots of ideas in your mind. Some people can pretend that that they are innovative and they have lots of ideas and they always produce something new. But the truth is that we can burn out. Everyone can burn out. And this is, uh, this is what is bad about being passionate with uh, our work. Because we don't tend to to work in offices we don't tend to have a fixed schedule so when we feel this inspiration which bursts comes out of us we want to use this inspiration um, the best way we can but there is the bad side of it Uh, we burn out quickly and this is what happened to me half a year ago i i felt that i am falling into depression again because i uh, didn't find anything new in my head um uh, well imagine being a an artist who draws everything the same he has his style he has his ideas but they are just the same nothing new 
comes out of him. And I felt this feeling and this was some kind of depression. And um, I decided to stop. And uh, for a month, I did nothing except, uh, I think, except yoga and meditations. Um, I don't say that this is helpful for everyone, but it helped me a lot, um, especially in finding new me. I, I love that. Yes. You mentioned so many things. The first. <laughs> No, really, this is great stuff. And I believe, you know, in, in uh, a type of shamanic psychology, they speak about how to fi find your standard. And the standard or your purpose in life are the things that give you that passion emotion. And therefore, when you were doing work that wasn't giving you that, you discovered that there is a different work that gives you that passion and I agree with you. Sometimes too, you know, I learned through life, I burned out multiple times. So now I I like cruise at that limit of almost burning out. But then I know when I reach there, so I stop. So I never get to a place where it's you burn out and then you don't care anymore. And you're like, okay, I won't do anything because I don't, it's not meaningful anymore. And that's not a good energy. So I love that you're so in touch with your emotions. So I will ask this, but first I want to add a few things. I want to ask, are you know, are you somebody or, you know, I will ask later. First, you said that you began by copying other people. Bruce yes. Lee, when he was talking about learning martial arts, he said in the beginning, you shouldn't innovate. You should first copy what the masters are doing. And then there will be a place that you reach where you will feel it's time to innovate. So you didn't do things wrong. You actually did it correctly by copying at first and then realizing it's time for innovation and uh, about how people can draw all day to reach flow. Scientifically, it's incorrect. There is something called the circadian rhythm, which is yes. that your body you know, has every 90 minutes a drop in energy where you need to rest and then it increases higher a bit and lower. So there are times in the day where you need to stop working and other times where you need to continue and to ask you, because I interviewed for another pro podcast, a professor of design who has been teaching design for 15 years in a university in South America. And he talked about a lot of designers are visual but he was very emotional. The way he designed, he designed to convey emotions and be in touch with emotions. And you spoke about yoga, about feeling your own needs, understanding when you're on the wrong path. Are you more of an emotional or visual person? And can you explain in life, how do you follow your emotions? How do you listen to them? What do you think people do wrong when it comes to this? Oh, this is very interesting and touching topic for me because everything that I do now, I developed for years. I studied myself for uh, literally four years before I understood something about me which helped me to, um, well, to be better organized, let's say. And by saying this, I mean not having 
a calendar where I have all my uh, thoughts and all my tasks uh, written down, but I'm talking about maintaining um, healthy... Well, <laughs> uh, I, I think about it as a healthy soul, which... Um, uh, well, uh, this this <laughs> sorry, uh, it's it is it is very hard to express because um, everything around me is uh, promotes a feeling inside of me. I don't want to rationalize this. I don't want to think about everything as a set of objects. I just want to. Um, remember feelings, remember good feelings, bad feelings that uh, everything around me gives me. And uh, I think this is the main idea of uh, what I'm trying to say. Uh, lots of people tend to think that when we experience bad emotions or bad state of our mind, uh, it is uh, trouble. It is bad for our uh, uh, psychic health and we should get rid of our bad emotions. But in fact, I think it is true for everyone. Bad emotions can give you insight of what's going wrong with you. Uh, what is your discomfort? What is your um, dark side? which you i think i think everyone has dark side and uh, everyone suppresses it uh, a little bit just to seem a better person but in fact we all have our good sides and bad sides and first we need to embrace this idea of having everything not we are not going to be perfect people. We are not to be to go. We are not going to be um, uh, perfect designers, perfect programmers, perfect whoever. We are going to be ourselves, and it is. I think it is a problem uh, in our modern world um, that lots of young people try to pretend that they are better than they are because they think that they will not be loved, they will not get a good job, they think that uh, they <laughs> that other people will think something bad about them. And it is, well, it is sad because uh, first we don't want to care about uh, about anything around us. We First, in the first place, we want to care about ourselves, about our mind, about our uh, stability, because this is the thing which brings inspiration in first place. Um, so, well, a couple years ago, I thought that, um, well, tasty food can bring uh, inspiration or a good uh, movie or a good book or a trip somewhere can bring inspiration it is true but in the first place it is your inner balance which gives you the inspiration and the will to do things because uh, depression is bad not because 
it is uh, sad and you want to cry or you don't want to do anything, depression is bad because it takes away your will to do things. And uh, a person, uh, well, <laughs> everyone, everyone noticed, I think, that uh, they uh, they tend to like willful willfulness in people. They tend to like people who can decide, who can do the thing, even if it's difficult or even if it's uh, very uh, uncomfortable or inconvenient. They still do this and they inspire everyone else, everyone around that to do this task and that task. And, um, well... <laughs> I think depression is a um, uh, depression is okay. Everyone feels depressed somehow, sometimes, and it is better not to fight depression, but to embrace it, to understand that yes, I have a right to be sad. Yes, I have a right to uh, lay in the bed uh, all day to do nothing. But then you have to understand that this is not the end of your life. Everything gets better soon. You just need to keep going. That's all. I love that, really. A lot of wisdom in there. So I'll ask you a bit later whether you read a lot of books and watch a lot of videos for self-development or it's your own internal thing. But to comment on it, Yes, there is a branch of psychology where it says all emotions are signals that your needs are violated in some way. So instead of trying to stop them, we should listen because they're telling us what we need to correct. And you spoke that everybody has a dark side and a positive side, which is a very Carl Jung you know, thought where he speaks about how we should take that dark side and integrate it and accept it and understand it so that we're a full human being. Otherwise, it will act in the wrong ways and the wrong places and how the young people, which is very Jordan Peterson, that you should only focus on becoming better than you were yesterday, not compare yourself with other people, especially now in the age of social media, people think those people on social media have a perfect life, but in actuality, they go to those places only to take one picture to seem cool, but they have as many struggles and troubles and problems as everyone else. Those are only the highlights, the curated moments. They're not living in eternal bliss. So please tell me about wisdom how important that is for your life, and also about the culture of Ukraine, because I believe you have a very different personality and thinking than most people I met in Kiev. Do you believe so? Or how do you think you are similar or different to the typical Ukrainian uh, thought and person? Well, I think about uh, about this every day, because... Um... Well, uh, I do love um, walking down the Kiev streets. I do love uh, seeing architecture. I do love seeing people around. But in my opinion, uh, the well, um, 
there there are lots of uh, <laughs> lots of jokes on the internet which uh, say basically that when you arrive to Ukraine, uh, you first you notice that everyone uh, on the streets uh, is sad or depressed uh, because our faces do not express good emotions like joy or happiness. We just have our gray masks on and we just go down the streets. Uh, we don't notice anything good about our lives. And um, well, it is true. It is sad, but true. I think it is because uh, we were raised by people who were raised in Soviet Union. And uh, this is very, very different approach, uh, very different from European or American approach. And uh, it is a very broad topic uh, to talk, but I am not a professional a professional history yeah well i i don't i didn't study history very well so i am not able to talk about this topic very well but uh it is true that uh, our nation is a little bit sad a little bit depressed and um, to cure this in myself i First, yes, it was a very hard work to make me compare myself only to yesterday me. Because uh, when you are a teenager, you tend to look uh, to uh, you tend to look for other people. You tend to look for opinions, and when you hear or see something bad about you, you start. Well, you start uh, repeating these things in your mind and uh, over time there is nothing good left in your brain. Uh, so, uh, well, there was, uh, I somewhere saw this uh, trick uh, when every morning you need to praise yourself a little bit. You need to uh, say yourself that you're good, uh, you're doing well. No matter how far your destination is, you're doing well, uh, you are going forward. Uh, don't stop, believe in yourself. And you need to do this in front of a mirror to uh, like to inspire yourself a little bit. But uh, people tend to understand this thing incorrectly. They think that you just need to repeat this and this somehow will turn to reality but this is not i think to magically turn uh well uh, turn to well to real to your reality this is not something that you want to implement this is an inner state which can be cultivated by um doing this uh, <laughs> well, uh, this mindful thing every day. Uh, it's not that you wake up, you say something, and then you go on with your uh, tasks for a day. No, you have, you must have the, a dedicated time to uh, talk to yourself, to heal yourself, to hear yourself. Because uh, uh, as uh, you have 
already said previously that uh, lots of our needs uh, they are malnourished just because we don't understand them or we don't want to notice them uh, for example i am a person which uh, tends to uh, do something big and then be tired be sad about it because I wasted all my energy on this big project and now I'm just, well, <laughs> out of service for the next week. And before, before I, I thought that I am, I am just broken. This is not right. I have to be able to do these projects constantly. I don't need to sleep. I don't need to rest because there is so much that I can do. The world is so big and I, well, <laughs> I am late. I thought that I am always late. I did this, but I did this late. I should have been, um, well, faster, better. and. Um, this, um, I pitied myself a lot. And I think every person in their mind, they pity themselves a lot. And this is the thing which brings us to the ground, which brings us to depression. We, first thing that a person need to do, uh, needs to do when uh, he or she wants to get rid of depression, they need to stop pitying themselves. This is the only thing which stops them from uh, from progressing. And this is what what had been stopping me all this time. I just stopped pitying myself. I thought, oh, I'm not good in drawing today. Okay, let's do sports or let's do yoga or let's do photography or let's just uh, uh, watch a movie or let's do a pizza. Um, I just... <laughs> I switched from uh, wanting to do the right thing to wanting to do just something which not which doesn't require lots of energy and effort, something useful but easy. And this <laughs> always brings me to the previous state where I, when I am uh, very inspired, energetic, and uh, uh, I have lots of. Uh, ideas to implement and this is uh, this is the point when i understood that i must keep going but i will never pity myself this is this is the thing which stopped me which had been stopping me from being better all my life i want to quit this and i think that each person in ukraine secretly pities themselves in in their mind uh, well <laughs> i must i <laughs> maybe i'm wrong i don't know i cannot read minds but i think that if i have had this problem that everyone else must have had this problem also because we are the same we brought up in the same country with the same culture uh, so this is a national problem i think that's all. Not, not just not just a national problem. It's a human problem. It's called, you know, shifting the locus of control from 
externally to internally and you spoke there about affirmations and how the law of attraction or secret you don't believe that it's magical but it's more about Mm self-love and self-care and you chose to not live based on other people what they say is correct but to follow your own heart and see what works for you which is the way that life is. Because I find actually that even those people who sell the extreme productivity and all that, very few actually do it. Most of them do it because it sounds good, because it's inspiring rather than it's actually what suits them. And that's why they will be really like empty and exhausted very fast and not inspired, like you said, is necessary and feeling... Very good. I would like to ask you about two things. You speak English very well, and in Ukraine, people study English for many years, but I notice many feel either shy or not really able to have such a flowing conversation in English. What do you think about this? Do you think that the future generation actually speaks better English than people even in their 20, etc.? And the second thing, is what is your recommendation for creative people to be even more creative and find those great ideas? So about the English language learning as well as creative ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, uh, in Ukraine, um, we study English from the first grade in school so when we are like five or six years old and uh, it was uh, it was the story for me i entered my school and uh, i started learning english but i had a head start my mother she uh well uh, she studied uh, english teaching and english translation so she knew english very well and uh, she tried to speak to me in english or she tried to sing me english songs so i can get used uh, to this language and uh, english was easy for me uh, I don't know why, but it was pretty easy for me to understand everything, to learn everything. Um, but then when I was uh, in fifth or sixth grade, I started to <laughs> to resent, I think, to resent this, the, the well, the culture of studying English. I stopped studying languages at all, and uh, my marks also dropped significantly when I was in sixth grade because, uh, well, I started to become teenager and uh, I started to declare my own will. <laughs> so it was uh, something about, uh, well, uh, it was my rebellion. And it was fun, but then uh, my mother, uh, she she advised me to take uh, an English course. And, uh, well, as you know, uh, in English there are levels, and my level was only A2 at that time, because I skipped some years of learning English, and it was bad obviously but i managed somehow to pass uh, uh, the exam and 
uh, after a year of studying English, I received a certificate of B2 level, which is like which was marvelous at that time because I just jumped over a uh, level to acquire this certificate and it was great it was inspiring for me because i did something which was uh, well um <laughs> it wasn't real i think it was for me unreal but i somehow managed to do that and it gave me some inspiration um so i started I, I started trying to read in English and also watch uh, films in English, watching films in English. But, um, well, I entered the university and I, as, as I have already said, it was a sad experience. So I uh, left uh, any kind of uh, English learning until I was 20. And when I was 20, I uh, I got bored from uh, watching movies in Russian or Ukrainian. I got bored from reading books uh, in translation. I wanted to feel this... Um, well, uh, I wanted to feel the natural emotion which author um, tried to implement in his or her book. So I pushed myself and I made myself read in English and it was the time when oh my god ah so I read Harry Potter and then I read lots of um, books of Isaac Asimov and uh, because I'm so into science fiction and robotics and uh, uh, <laughs> all of this futuristic stuff, it was very interesting for me. So um, uh, it promoted my English very, very well. And uh, this is my simple advice for everyone who learns English. You just, uh, you want to start reading in English, but um well everyone thinks that they should start with some with something hard because when you master something hard the easy thing will be uh so much easier at that time but in reality it is better to uh, start easy uh, to start very slow and uh, maybe to read a book which you fancied when you were a child why not? I started from reading Harry Potter because I knew the story already and it was easy for me to grasp the content. And, uh, well, <laughs> lots of uh, learners, they say that they don't understand lots of words. How are they supposed to understand what's going on in the book? And uh, the thing is that we are all humans and uh, this uh, context understanding makes us uh, what we are. We are not apes, we are not animals, we are just humans because we can read even we cannot understand. And this is marvelous. It is it is like something <laughs> wow. It is something beautiful about us. And uh, well, yes. And then I decided to start watching movies in English and at first it was so hard that I I had to rewatch 
everything two or three times before I understood everything. But then it was so easy to uh, to write in English, to read in English, to watch films in English that I suddenly I realized why didn't I do this before? Why didn't I do this when I was 15 or 13? It Well, it could have been easier for me to do that when I was younger. But the thing is that we learn from our mistakes and only from our mistakes. So um, it was I was only 20 when I started speaking English uh, pretty good. And then I decided uh, maybe I want to teach. Why not? So I'm right now I'm planning to take a teaching course. I'm considering it right now, but I'm not very confident about this um, decision because it is a pretty hard job. It is... uh, uh, well, I think it's somehow excruciating because uh, you not only you need to be huh, not only you need to be inspired, but you also need to be inspirational to a whole lot of children who don't want to learn English. They are not motivated, but it is your job to motivate them. And this thing is what I. Um, always say when someone asks me how to be more productive in your uh, creative skills. You don't want to be, uh, well, you don't want to be overworking uh, with your with your skills because it, as I, as I have already said, it gives you, uh, well, a depression. <laughs> It is simple. When you overwork, you get depression because you don't have um, required amount of energy to uh, work harder. And uh, this is what I. This is my advice. It is simple. You don't need to be inspired. You just need to be inspirational. Don't think about uh, your own problem of uh, being inspired just think about how to inspire others just think about how to um to make the world a better place it doesn't need to be something big or something global you start from small thing you just well if you want if you want to promote your creative skills you don't want to uh, think about oh how do I invent how do I think better how do I think uh, about new things why cannot I uh, invent anything new why everything that I talk about is uh, well exists because well uh, you and everyone may have noticed already that everything that you think about is already invented it exists the well the craziest idea exists everything exists and uh, your task is not to reinvent something or invent something which is like totally new no one heard about this no you want to use these tools to inspire someone well it doesn't matter if you inspire one person or the whole world. One person is enough. 
just enough. But when you have inspired someone, you don't want to stop. You just want to go further and inspire someone else and help someone else. Because in this, uh, well, crazy world <laughs> uh, that we are living today, it is crucial to help and to cooperate. Uh, <laughs> well, it is known that a person cannot invent something when uh, he or she doesn't know anything. You need to know basics. And basics, uh, they are acquired through communication. We learn math from our teachers in uh, uh, school. We learn uh, basics of design uh, when we are, for example, in university. But this is not something which gives you this creative uh, thoughts, this creative mind. You build creative creativeness. Uh, <laughs> you build this creativity. creativity yes you build this creativity by talking to other people by asking them what do you think about this should i make this or should i make this better or should i make myself better what do i need to do and they give you advice you give them advice and this is the process of creation. This is the process of uh, developing our minds uh, to the next level where we are helpful, where we are creative and where we can uh, aid each other in making this world a better place. This is the only for me. This is the only way to make something. I just need to make this for someone. I don't need to make this for money, for, uh, well, uh, I just, I don't need this to, I, I don't need this to post on my Instagram or on my Behance or what, when, whenever and wherever. I need this to be made for someone for one person or for one group or for one uh well for one kind of people for someone and this is the thing when you make something without dedication it has no sense uh, in russian we have uh, this awesome collocation uh, which uh, translates uh, so something like to write something to put it into a drawer so you develop something and then you just hide it somewhere and you don't show it to anywhere to anyone and you don't place it anywhere so no one is able to get there and to see what you made and uh, this is the point when you uh, when you do this uh, you don't promote your creativity. There is no way for your creativity to develop and to reach new level just because you do this for no reason at all. I love that. And I heard so many great things that you mentioned. For example, you talked about metacognition, which is the ability of humans to read and think, which is makes us more than apes. And you talked about... The, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the one higher than self-actualization is self-transcendence, which is to transcend yourself and do things to help other people, which is a value that is very important to you. And you spoke about feedback and be it an iterative 
process that creativity to you is more like a cybernetic system where the feedback informs the next move and therefore to you you're more of a we kind of person rather than an i a selfish kind of person you are more of like a group person and you like to human connection and relationship and improving and promoting the the health and the value of the whole group and that's absolutely fascinating so to you you're not one of the people that would go somewhere in a cave and create all these amazing designs and then come with them no to you you need to show people things and then based on their reaction and feedback you improve and it's togetherness that togetherness is important to you correct oh yeah i i just i just want people to understand that we live in society for a reason this the society is uh the thing which promotes uh creativity in us which promotes creative thinking in us which is vital because our well world of technologies it requires us to be very creative and innovative to automate something or to use uh, our uh, awesome tools in uh, some way in our everyday life you just don't need to um you don't need to create something uh global as i have already said it can be a small thing you can uh, even uh, make your house better or you can plant a tree or you can plant a beautiful flower and it is creativity it is also creativity as making designs or as making uh architecture as everything else it is creativity every single motion of your body which is dedicated is creativity i love that that's absolutely really wonderful you even spoke about i don't know whether you're influenced by jordan peterson where he speaks about how you should make your bed and just that act can be a very creative and meaningful thing to begin your day by making your bed very well so that you begin by succeeding and alex how can people hear more about you how can they connect with you which links can they use to find you um uh yeah i have a profile on instagram i um, post there some of my photography, some of my designs, and also uh, some. Sometimes I post there my uh, thoughts, <laughs> and uh, yeah, everyone can uh, connect with me on Instagram or in LinkedIn or in Telegram, or I have a profile on Behance, and I'm I'm open to communication. I love making friends. I love communicating. This is something which inspires me so much. So I'm I'm very very open to new connections, to new social connections in my life, and I am uh, very very happy to talk to you right now because it is because you're such a a good person with such good thoughts thank you very much i really appreciate your kind thoughts 
and in the description i will put some of your links okay. it was a pleasure to have you here today alex and i wish you a great day <laughs> thank you i wish you a great day too